Let's go to the hotline and welcome to the show for the first time. This is a gentleman uh, whose website is ufoabduction.com. He's got a new book out. It's called Walking Among Us, The Alien Plan to Control Humanity. This is David M. Jacobs. Mr. Jacobs, how are you, sir? Good, thank you. Uh, pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I assume that the the theory in the book is that uh, the aliens, well, is it more than one uh, type of alien living here among us? Uh, no, it is not more than one type. It was it's one type. So another another planet, another solar system that they have come here to take over Earth, and uh, the proper way to do that would be to come here, assimilate us, live here among us, then eventually take over. I think so. I think that is the case. I, you have to remember the this entire subject is totally insane. Obviously, right. And um, uh, having been a professor for uh, all of my adult life, I am exquisitely aware of the extremeness <laughs> of what I'm saying. But it's based on about 30 years of research. And it's funny you say that, because when you talk to a guy uh, who wrote a book about aliens or anything on the alien subject, you have to take the first five minutes of the interview to wonder if they're insane sure. or they might actually be on to something. So, so far, you're doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, now, where, where what were you a professor of? Twentieth uh, century U.S. history. Okay. At, uh, Temple University uh, for uh, most of my career, and a University of Nebraska for the first year. And when is it in in your life that you that you start to think something's going on here? Uh, well, the UFO phenomenon sort of captured my imagination back in the mid nineteen sixties. And uh, but it was the abduction phenomenon which which got us inside the UFOs. There's only so much you can learn by looking at the outside shells of objects. It was the abduction phenomenon which most uh, UFO researchers wouldn't even touch uh, back in the 1980s that I I got interested in and uh, and having researched that since 1982. Um, I, I began to realize that, that this was a very, very serious situation, uh, one that absolutely nobody within the academic or scientific community takes uh, seriously. And so uh, I just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. And uh, Do you and, think that, uh, that nobody takes it seriously or are they designed to make it seem like, well, if you're talking about this, you must be insane in order to repress the information? Well, the way academics think about it is just that that you're weak-minded. You know that that there's there's, you have no judgment. You don't understand the science and so forth. And a lot of scientists have said over the years that uh, there's probably life out there somewhere. You know, it's it's little tiny life, amoebas or bacteria or whatever. Technological life is a whole other story. And besides that, they can't get here um, from there because even at the speed of light. Etc. Etc. Et well, you know, it's, I always ask whenever we have uh, Dr. Kaku or one of these smart guys on the air, I always say, "What's to assume?" We always assume that when they come here, if the aliens come here, they're going to be geniuses. And why would why do we assume that they're smarter than us? And he always says it's because if they made it here, they've been able to travel faster than the speed of light, which we are not able to do. But now, in the eighties, this may seem like uh, crazy stuff. But now, with with our technology advancing, we're starting to see more and more things in the solar system and beyond that makes me believe that not only is there life i don't think it's just uh micro uh biotic life i believe that we have uh, there's a possibility that there could be dozens of other civilizations out there if not more it's not a possibility it's a certainty 
if we are uh, life in outer space and we have brand new technology that's only a couple thousand years old or whatever, there has to be others who have advanced technology because ours just began. And if you think that UFOs are extraterrestrial, uh, that means that there's us plus who is ever in the UFOs. And you can't make an argument for two. You can make an argument for one, we are alone in the universe. It's, it's not a good argument, but you can make it. Right. Uh, and, but you can't make an argument for two. If you say two, the floodgates are open. Then you're saying two million or two billion or, or whatever. You know, it's, and that's advanced uh, technological life. So uh, essentially what people are describing is what they're supposed to describe. In other words, very, very, very advanced people. How they got here, what their technology is in terms of doing that, I don't care to tell you the truth. It doesn't matter. Where they're from doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is are they here or not. And you believe that they are. How long do you think that they've been here? Well, the I've, I've spent, uh, I'm 73 now, and I spent virtually my entire adult life studying this subject. And they've been here, I think, I think. Now, this is... Uh, uh, with a, a, a degree, a certain degree of certainty, since probably the 1920s and maybe earlier. Okay, and you believe that they came here and they said, uh, "This is this is a place that we may need one day. Let's get in there. Let's uh, let's learn about the the people. And no better way to take over than to learn all their strengths and weaknesses. And they do that by living among us. So my question to you is, how do we tell who is? I, I got, I'm in a room with four other people now. How do I tell? Who is human and who is alien? You don't. Mm. They, uh, they, uh, on board the UFO, people have been describing uh, gray aliens and other aliens here. And then they describe uh, for many, many years, uh, ones who look sort of half human, half alien, or mostly human, and some alien are, are really quite human. They go for the average. Anybody who stands out, anybody who draws attention to himself, anybody who doesn't look right is culled from the herd. And uh, so when you say living among us, if people say that they think they see a hybrid or an alien somewhere, it isn't. It isn't one. Right. Uh, but 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 is it possible that uh, of the four people that are in the room with me now, one of them is alien and I don't and I can't figure it out? <laughs> one of the poor people in your room it's always possible <laughs> I don't don't worry about it move on next question, <laughs> next question. <laughs> well the thing is that I don't know all of them for uh, for a very long time uh, some of them came here for recently Rob has only been here for a year uh, I mean and I, I you know I, I I'm saying like, how do I tell how can I tell or, or what should we be looking for you can't tell. The only difference between them and us, and this has been known since we've known about the phenomenon itself, is that they can control us neurologically and from a distance. Obviously, it's not a million miles, but it certainly is a matter of fate. And, um, and they can make us think or do or, or act any way they want. So if you were to encounter somebody who you think is a hybrid and it actually is a hybrid, what you would think is, oh, this is a very fine fellow. I like him a lot. Goodbye. Mm, so Hoppy wouldn't be one because there's one guy we have working here that I thought for sure would might be a mixture, but he's not smart enough to make us believe Right. Oh, not. no, yeah. yeah. Um, when you say that they started with the abductions, we don't hear much about abductions anymore, right? No, it's become part of just sort of 
uh, cable TV popular culture. You know, you've got ten thousand channels on your on your TV, and they've got to have programming. And so there's shows about angels and demons and 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 uh, ghosts and this and that and UFOs and uh, and sometimes abductions. And it it becomes part of white noise is what I call it, just sort of background noise. And um, so most scientists and academics are are not interested in the subject at all. In fact, since the 1960s, when I got interested in it, I have never seen such hostility towards the subject uh, ever before in the academic community. Uh, it, it's not just disinterested, they're downright hostile to but, it. But uh, back in the, it seems like the 70s and even in, in, in the 80s, you would hear a story and somebody would claim to have been abducted and uh, and they were all similar no matter what parts of the country they were from. They were probed, blood was taken or some sort of thing, they were put back on Earth, which kind of makes sense if you're a culture visiting here and wanting to know a little bit more about the uh, about the planet, and then they put them back in. But then you don't hear about that anymore now that everybody's got cell phones and digital cameras and ways to get proof, it kind of went away. No, it's not, it's not exactly like that. Uh, the phenomenon actually uh, is lifelong. It's intergenerational. If a person is an abductee, they're mother or their father was an abductee and their children will all be abductees as well and it's also global in other words the united states does not have a corner on the abduction <laughs> it's a, so, yeah so there's people from around the world that are that they're taking a look at and they all say the same thing they have lots and lots of abductions each one of them they forget instantly what happened to them although they know that something weird just happened yeah. they all say the same thing it doesn't matter what their race is their religion their level of education or whether they were kept in a closet for the first nine years of their lives oh, nothing matters uh, the, uh, they all say the same thing all around the world and the oddity about this is there's never been anything like this this is if this is not happening and they're all saying the same thing in the same precise detail describing the same instruments and so forth there's never been anything like this before. This is unique. So, so I, I had brought up this theory one time. Anytime anybody describes what the aliens look like, what do they say? It's all, it's all pretty similar. The, the gray. They, they're not, not necessarily very tall. They have uh, slanted eyes, right? Those are part of the workforce we see on board the objects. There are other ones as well. There's a sort of hierarchy. So wouldn't there be? Wouldn't you think that if there's a hybrid alien human, that that would that would be uh, Asians? Because Asians are ridiculously different looking than other humans. Well, the uh, in terms of Asia, they had their own abduction uh, uh, situation there as well. So whatever hybrids there are would look Asian, so they would blend into the society. So uh, I, I've had people from who, uh, who I personally worked with, from obviously from Latin America, from uh, uh, Europe, from uh, uh, Africa, and so forth. And uh, one would assume that they would blend into the society according to how people look at that and uh, using their, their genetic... Uh, See, uh, I, I think that they came here long ago before the 20s, they came here back in the caveman days, and they looked around, and they said, eh, nothing's going on here. And then they did some experiments, and they came up with the Asian race of people. It's a half-human, half-alien hybrid, and they're a little bit smarter when, they, when it comes to the technology. So don't look at Sony. Sony's always a little ahead of everybody else. It's alien technology. <laughs> and that uh, and that they're all, they all look kind of the short with the slanting eyes, a lot of the ways people describe aliens looking. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, I know uh, uh, it, it doesn't it's work that way. Oh. It's it's not it's it's not quite a theory. It's a theory, but it's but it's an evidence-free theory. Let's put it that way. You know, that's what Doctor Kaku yeah. said too. He said uh, DNA proves me different. Damn DNA. <laughs> well, uh, he's right, and uh, this is. <laughs> This is a situation where people should be saying wildly different things about what's happening to them if everybody thinks they're being abducted. Well, I, they, what, what, the, the book is called Walking Among Us, The Alien Plan to Control Humanity. Uh, this is a, a book that David M. Jacobs wrote, and David's not a, a nut job. He's a guy who was a, a temple professor and uh, a college professor, and he has been, he has been one of the br- folks brave enough to come out and talk about this. And when it comes from somebody who's... Uh, some some sort of uh, scholar, and people take it seriously. But I, what I want to know is, what when do you think, if there is a threat, when when do you think it's going to start working against us? We don't know the future. We don't know why this is happening. We I do think my my theory is that this is what I call planetary acquisition. But I do not know why because it's global. And if this were mental, if people were inventing this, we'd know why. They just invent the reason why, too, while they're inventing everything else. But we don't know why. Well. And uh, uh, so it's, it's, but, it, but it's, the more and more I've learned about it, uh, the less and less I've liked it, I must say. Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm very interested in it, too, but I want to know now. Now I feel like I'm going to be questioning everybody that I yeah. look at, I come into contact with, wondering, like, are they working at IHOP and stuff, like, to, to fit in with everybody else? No, well, it's possible. One thing, we don't know enough about the spread of it and what they're doing when they when they don't when they come here. They require help from abductees, help on how to go shopping and how to drive a car. Uh, if you if you go shopping, you come up to the cash register and or, and the person behind the cash the cashier says hi, how you doing? They have to instruct them that that they have to respond to right. that. Right, you want to fit in. You're going to have to know how to live like a human. Right, exactly. And then eventually they don't need the abductee anymore, and a new one comes to the abductee. Are there, uh, are, are there any human uh, people that have been brought into this that maybe for, like, assistance, like human abductee helpers? Yes, there oh. are. Yes. Uh, 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 there's lots of abductees who are helping them to uh, become human, basically. That is to say, just learn how to how to do things. And uh, even though they've, they've been being taught ever since they were kids on board a UFO, if I may use that phrase, uh, they um, they still don't know anything when they get here. They're, they're just unbelievably naive, but they are quick learners. And uh, so ab- an abductee will have a series of, of hybrids, let's just call them, who look human, who will come and, and, and he or she will help them assimilate and then go on to another one. I feel kind of like you're describing men in black. <laughs> like they're just working among us and then we kind of figure it out and we're yeah. like hey you're an alien right. well that's kind of it that's what yeah. he's saying is that they've here and they've uh, assimilated it said when one of your frequently asked questions on the website it says do vasectomies and hysterectomies prevent abductions what is the answer to that no they oh. they don't there are other uses that the, that people are, are put to uh uh, I won't go into the gory details of a vasectomy, but they still get sperm there, and uh, and they take. Uh, if a woman doesn't have her ovaries, they they have other things that they do with the, with the women. Interesting. But that's just 
That's just called table procedures. All this is in service, ultimately, of the hybrids, of, of manufacturing hybrids. That, that's what it's about. Well, uh, the book is uh, it's a very interesting topic. The book, again, is called Walking Among Us, The Alien Plan to Control Humanity. It's available now. You can go to ufoabduction.com to get all the information uh, there about the book and about uh, Mr. Jacobs. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. And uh, as I say to most people, I hope you're wrong. Yeah, so do I. I hope I, I hope I'm wrong too. Are you upset that at 73 you may die before you know the real answer? No, I'm happy. You're, that's not frustrating to you. I always feel bad for my oh. grandparents who are my grandfather's interested, and I always feel like he's in his late 80s. He's going to die before uh, aliens visit this planet, or before we have at least confirmation. I, I just don't like what I see. I fear for my my sons. I must say. Uh, I'm glad that I'm this old and I don't have to deal with the future. I learned too much about it, and I just don't like it. What do they think, your sons? They buy into your theory or they think you're crazy? No, they buy into my theory because they are required to. What? what, what oh, you told them they had to or they were moving out? No, 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 that's just a joke. Oh, okay. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the extent of it. Uh, well, listen, uh, I hope you're wrong, but if not, at least, at least you spread the word around. Thanks. Th thank you, sir. There you go. David M. Jacobs. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.